Hey, I'm Dr. Drew, and you're listening to Drilled with Dr. Brady Podcast. something this was not the episode that was supposed to be aired today we had a different episode <laughs> and it got corrupted it got the coronavirus <laughs> and it died actually if we're telling the truth uh this episode is actually replacing the episode that was supposed to be l- the episode before last <laughs> i'm the dude disguised as another dude trying to be another dude uh we can't do that anymore <laughs> <laughs> i think I, <laughs> robert downey jr got the last time that's okay listen if there's one black face that just needs to be like frozen in time and not messed with, it's Robert Downey Jr.'s performance in Tropic Thunder. I think black people would agree with me. I would certainly hope so. Listen, let's not touch it. <laughs> Walking um, away. Let me see here. Just a second. Okay. Uh, speak to me, Lowell. Hi, I'm Lowell. Okay, that was a sound check. We're doing good. <laughs> We're doing good. Uh, all right. Uh, I'm just hypersensitive now about the audio because I'm worried it's all going to crap out on us. All right, what are we talking about today, guys? Uh, let's do a secret word because I like to do that. Let's do, oh, I know what I want my secret word to be. Ooh. Listen, for those uninitiated, I'm going to reveal a secret word right now. If you email me the secret word at drilledpodcast at gmail.com, you're going to get $500 in free dentistry for free. 500 Dr. Brady dollars. And they go far, my friends. The exchange rate is really weird on them. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's like going to Canada, but better. I don't know. Is it? <laughs> is it now? I don't, I don't know, I don't, dude. It's probably, I don't know. I don't know. It's been a while. Uh, it's better than loonies and toonies, though. That's for sure. Isn't that weird? That's what they call some of their money? Loonies and toonies? You got to remember, I'm from Alaska, so I'm practically Canadian. So you're well-versed in the loonies and the toonies? I am. It's good. Oh, it just sounds silly. Um, I would like my secret word to be my new favorite soda that I discovered. Ooh la la. Which is Dr. Diet Dr. Pepper Diet Dr. Pepper Cream Soda. Wow, that's a mouthful. Diet Dr. Pepper Cream Soda. That's the secret word slash phrase because that's not just one word. So email diet Dr. Pepper Cream Soda to drilledpodcast at gmail.com. If your and, wrist holds out. <laughs> and you're going to win five hundred dollars. Uh that's your okay. favorite soda for real? What Dude, was it I just before? Had, was it Diet so Coke? Were you living that Diet Coke I mean, life? Diet Coke isn't like a favorite soda. It's more like that's just that's just uh needed to live. Did you get that video that I sent you about the Diet Coke life? Sometimes I oh, think yeah. you just tune me out, dude. <laughs> no, no, I got that. No, I got that. Yeah. I like to ignore things that that uh, I like to ignore things that make me dwell on my addictions and dependencies. I have a favorite soda. What's your favorite soda? It's uh, for all of those listening that are either southern or from the south. It is Big Red. Oh, I know Big Red. Big Red. It's yeah, I haven't had flavored. a Big Red in a long time. Bubblegum flavored. I found yeah. a. It's depressing because I get teased with it. I was at a Quickie Mart down the street from my house, 
just randomly went in there and I saw it. I hadn't seen it in a good long while. And uh, I yeah. bought all they had. You bought like six bottles, six ounce bottles. And then I went back there on one of my days off this weekend because I was just not, I was feeling a little anxious. Yeah. We had a COVID scare at my house. Okay. And uh, I was feeling a little anxious. So I went in there and uh, to get something to, to chill out with. I was going to watch some movies, drink some of my favorite soda, That's maybe good. eat some popcorn. I like that. And just like turn the, shut the blinds and just dig in. You know, just relax. I like, um, that. I like the sound of that. Yeah, play some Mega Man 2. <laughs> yeah, but I went in there, they were out. They yeah, didn't have me. I'm sorry to hear that. My favorite soda is worth $500. Your favorite soda is worth nothing. <laughs> Other so, than the delight so, and elation of having deliciousness in your mouth. That's true. That's true. You know what's interesting? Here's a side note that's going to take us down a very interesting tangent. Uh-oh. Which I think people are going to like. You ever, like, remember something that intrigued you at one point in your life, and you forget about it, and then you're, like, thinking about it, and you're like, I remember that. That's crazy. I've quietly been reflecting on stuff like that. Let me tell you about a little time I like to call 2006. Uh Uh-oh. And uh, in 2006, I started an eBay store. And I was selling, like, eh, just little knickknacks, collectibles, things around the house. I just had an eBay, just made the eBay store, and, like, whatever I had, I'd sell. Whatever I needed to sell, I'd sell, right? And I remember coming, stumbling across an eBay seller that was so intriguing that this, to this day, I don't understand what was going on. He sold socks, and that's it. You know, uh, shoes are just socks with bones. That's right. Okay. 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 Don't distract me on my distracting story. (laughs) I have questions when we're done. You're going to have a lot of questions. I'm telling you, this is going to get weirder and weirder. So he sells socks, but only singles. Not pairs, only singles. This is going to take a dark turn. I know it. Now, the socks are being modeled, but you never see anything... Above the knee. It's likely a male model because of the amount of leg hair that's present. I can't tell for sure. It's sexist. And it's 2020, and I want to be inclusive. This was 2006. I don't want to assume gender. This I, is 2006. You know, you know me. I don't, I don't want to. This was 2006, so I assumed it was a guy. I still don't know. Could be anything. What's troubling, and what became troubling, was that the socks were all soiled. Stained, holes, clearly used, and abused. Is this one of those Japanese vending machine type things? I, I, <laughs> I think it borders on that. Listen, I don't know what was going on, but I started to pay very close attention to this seller's site and get notifications when new things would come up, but it was always just sock. And usually plain white, plain black, just cotton socks, nothing nothing really fancy. And then I would look at what they would sell for. And it was like 80 bucks, $60, $27, $34. Okay? And he would sell a pretty hefty and you could cuz you can see in eBay if you're not familiar with how eBay works, you can see what a seller sells and like what things are selling for, right? The analytics are all there for you to like soak up and digest so being of the entrepreneurial spirit you gave into the temptation i said to myself 
there's clearly a demand, and I have some socks. How about I sell some oh, socks? You emulated. I tried to mimic the seller as closely as I could. I took snapshots of my legs with some socks on them. Of course you did. <laughs> and I and I got into the sock selling soiled sock business. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. I never got more than about I'm so disappointed, right? <laughs> I never got more than about three or four dollars for a sock. You might not think this is good because here's this, you know, kingpin of the sock business doing far more than that. I'm surprised I got things to sell at all. Then the the crappy thing is I got to package this sock up and ship it to this disgusting human being who wants my sock, right? You know where that you know what's going on, right? <laughs> not exactly. That's the problem. Uh-huh. Not exactly. <laughs> not exactly. Um I assumed it was sexual in nature, so I wrote descriptions <laughs> for the product. I'm so disappointed. Of in like, you. hey, <laughs> you guys want a nasty old sock? I got just the thing for you, and I would write this nasty thing. It got flagged by eBay as being sexual in nature. So then I had to stick to descriptions. Um, see, I deviated from the seller that I was trying to emulate didn't do anything like that his descriptions were like non-existent there was no description it was just the picture of the sock right so um i never bought a sock from him because i wasn't going to spend that kind of money and they were clearly in high demand okay so i struck out i didn't do a very good job with selling my socks and so i messaged him would you get tips i said dude What's the deal? How are you selling what you're selling at the price you're selling for? And it's eBay, so it's being bid up. Like it's being like people are like it's open bidding. Um, it only reaches eighty dollars because someone was willing to spend seventy five, right? And someone before that was willing to spend seven. So it gets so there's a lot of demand for these socks. And so I asked him, "What's the deal, dude? Like, how are you doing this?" And you know, he responded to me. He did respond. He said. People just like what I got, and that was it. That's I bet so, he drinks Diet Coke. Dude. I, bet. <laughs> I bet he drinks Diet Coke. Yeah. So, anyways, I don't know why I thought about that, and uh, and at this point in my life, I'm still like, dude, that's some weird stuff. Yeah. Going I'm, on. I'm super disappointed in you right now. That I participated, that I tried to get in that's on that? That's basically Brady's version of sex work. I'm just letting you know. Like, that's Brady's version of Aww. internet-based sex work. Did I, just, <laughs> did I Was I a prostitute for a second? Yeah, you were. Kind of. <laughs> kind of. Oh, uh, that boot. I remember, like, okay, so, like, that, that, that reminds me of something that's, like, uh, okay, so, in, like, in when we were coming up, and, you know, like, from, like, let's say when I graduated high school in 2001, to say yeah. like 2006, right? Yeah. I kind of view that as technology was catching up with everything, was catching up with the internet, and the internet was becoming much more accessible than it was in the 90s. Yeah. And it was becoming faster, and you could do some more stuff. Those were the Wild West days of the internet. Definitely. That was when the dark net and the net were one thing. They yeah. were just like, there was this vast countryside and frontier of the most amazing 
or the most debaucherous things one could whim, you could sir do in a search. Right. You know what I mean? Right. It was the Wild West. Right. It's funny you should say that. There was a store that I found on the internet right about, I'd say, 2004, 2005. Yeah. It was a store called www.manbeef.com. I like where this is going. It was not what you think. It was not like a dirty site. It was a site where uh, cadavers were donated okay. to be sold as food. Human flesh. Human flesh. You could buy human flesh to eat. Turns out the site was entirely fake, but I it was very real. Like I followed it all the way to like per, trying to purchase some. Interesting. Just to see if it was real. Like I didn't. I was skeptical, but I remember I because you like have this moral dilemma. It's like okay, well, should I buy human? human meat and I, I just did it because I, I needed to know if it was real or not I'm like this is crazy absolute crazy I real. tried to buy a human skull one time on eBay that's tough for um, uh, uh, I thought it'd be cool to have a human skull also because like dentists focus on head and neck anatomy mm -hmm. and having a skull an actual human skull just sounded kind of cool I was gonna if I couldn't find that I was gonna buy a like a plastic whatever replica plas or replica. plaster replica or exactly something. right but i was like it'd be cooler just to have a human skull and turns out that's hard to get your hands on yeah my older brother had a human skull yeah because he was really into the crow <laughs> <laughs> naturally he's a, he was a weird cat he liked yeah. uh one of his uh favorite books was atlas shrugged okay Little Anne Rain. yeah and of course ideal. yeah Listen, anyone who's into the crow you, listen if you were in high school <laughs> Between 1995 and 2000, he was really into the crow. You, you know the people in high school who were into the crow. <laughs> I have a buddy that's a little bit older than me, and he showed me a photo of him in the 90s. Mm -hmm. And I swear, he's got the ruffled shirt, the long, perfect, fluffy black hair. Yeah, looks straight out of Interview with the Vampire. Yeah, like, literally, he could have been on a set of Interview with the Vampire, and you would have nice. never noticed. He just blended right in. Nice. I'm like what happened, dude? <laughs> So anyways, that's my story about just something nostalgic that came up. <laughs> nostalgic. You're nostalgic. That I just remembered about. Sex work. Yeah. <laughs> my dabble in the sex work industry. Uh, listen, I feel, I feel terrible about it now in retrospect. If I ever run for president, that's one of the things I'm like, people are going to like dig up my old eBay. Why was this candidate selling his soiled socks on the Internet? What's I want to know into? about the other guy. I mean, like, what were his descriptions like? I have no, questions. they were no descriptions. I remember because I was like, I got in trouble because I was like, clearly it's sexual, but I don't care. I'm a poor dental student. I'm trying to make a couple bucks on the side. This guy's selling <laughs> socks for eighty bucks for a single, not even a pair. I'm like, listen, if I can do half that, I'm doing great, right? And I'll soil the crap out of those socks. And uh, anyways. It didn't, it, it never panned out, it never panned out for me, but um, I just would watch his listings when they would end, like you'd like watch Did it Did you last look who was bidding on it? Different people. Weird. It was definitely not like two people in an all-out war sniping up the, the I prize. He, I wonder if he had like, I bet money, I would be willing to bet money, he had some like S&M site somewhere else or some forum that he was a member of. That was maybe pushing the business in his web store. It's some kind of front where I believe if you had a, spe a specific. He's like putting cocaine in his socks or something. I thought to myself, maybe the socks are like a key you have to present at some like weird exclusive sex club. 
that you'd have to present a sock and now you're a VIP of some sort. There has to be some, it has to mean something or be symbolic <laughs> of something, right? Like there's a weird club and if you don't have a sock from like in. the grandmaster of the, you can't get in. The grandmaster. Right? <laughs> oh. Listen, I try to make logical sense of this. I can't. I don't know what's going on. Anyway, let's talk about the coronavirus. Let's uh, <laughs> let's get into it. You can't. Yeah, yeah. This is not going to go away, Brady. Believe me, and some of remember this for a long time. <laughs> I got into a beef today on Facebook, and it's oh, the kind God, of beef that I haven't got sucked into for a very long time. But it was with people I know. It was an old uh, dental student colleague of mine, uh, a fellow student. We went to school together, and an instructor who was an instructor. He's not anymore. I don't think. But he was an instructor at the time who I have a lot of respect for. Both these individuals I have a lot of respect for. Started making comments about, uh, like, hey, you know maskers. You're the reason why the spikes are happening about with coronavirus. Wear your stupid masks. That seems to be an argument going on right now. The maskers versus the no maskers. And I don't know where you stand on this, Cole. Masks suck. No one likes wearing a mask. But uh, listen, of course they're effective. Of course they're protective to some degree. I don't think they're 100% protective. But they, listen, are they making a difference? Sure, they're making a difference. Here's the rub, though. I don't like that as a nation and these people who are blaming the no maskers, like if we, we could just open up if you guys would just wear your masks. I don't think it's that cut and dry. I think there's a lot of factors that are. So right now, uh, the date is uh, June 30th. And uh, I think we'll probably release this on Friday, a few days from now. But there's a big spike going on in the, the coronavirus. Like there's lots more new cases being recorded and tons of them in a lot of different areas. I just think that people are not really realizing that we have had like Coachella-sized mass gatherings in every major city in the U.S. night after night for weeks. That's what we decided to do. Now, I'm not saying protests are good or bad. I actually think they're good. I, I think protesting is fantastic. And I definitely, uh, you know, empathize with the movement that that kind of caused the protests. However, does that absolve them of, you know, contributing to the increase? I think no, of course not. That's got to be contributive, right? It's got to be an epidemiologist's nightmare. What's going on? Do you really want me to talk about this? Because I will. I, I, I do. Have very. I just got sucked in. I, it was so. It w what's bizarre to me is that the person that was that was talking with me was very much of the position. No, the protests aren't contributing to this, and I just feel like, oh, I, I'm talking to an ideologue. I'm talking to someone who toes the party line, and I didn't know that. That's what I felt like, because I felt like here's a, here's here's the analogy. Imagine a man with a rat tail, a Leonard Skinner tank top, brandishing an AK-47. Dad? <laughs> <laughs> right? And he says in a southern accent, 
I, I know your dad. So <laughs> <laughs> I should just say, lol, imagine your dad. <laughs> You're right. No rat tail. Oh, uh, there was a time. Uh, <laughs> that doesn't surprise me. That doesn't surprise me. Okay, and in a southern accent, he says, I don't need no masks. You would think, eh, this is a, not a reasonable person. No, right? this is just in defense of my father. He, he may come off that way, but he actually works for the government, and he's very smart. So just keep that in mind. Uh, yeah, yeah, but he, <laughs> he's got a look to him. He's got a look. He does. He's, yeah, it's kind of don't mess with me or no. cut you look. You I, know, like dude. I like your dad. Um Okay, so imagine this man talking about, we don't need no mask, mask don't do nothing. Like, okay, that's like the total, like, right-wing, like, crazy masks are conspiracy, the government's, like, way too far on that in the spectrum. But there's an opposite in the spectrum. And the opposite in that spectrum, which is just as insane to me, is the person who fights an NPR article and shows me that the contact tracing shows that actually more people who are having parties are, are more likely causing this, this outbreak uh, because they're not wearing masks. And in fact, the protests are all, the protesters are all wearing masks, and so they're definitely not at fault, and they aren't spreading the virus, and there's no evidence that suggests that through contact tracing. I'm just like, dude, there's mass gatherings. And I would, as Exhibit A, I would submit to you the government's position on mass gatherings and trying to reconcile that with the fact that mass gatherings occurred. That's not like a position. That's a fact. Mass gatherings occurred everywhere, every night, a lot, over and over again. So I got sucked into an argument where I was just trying, but here's the problem. The argument is that then it's (laughs) like they assume that I, they assume all kind of like political and ideological things about me because I take the position that surely mass gatherings, whether they're for protests or a Trump rally, it doesn't matter to me. Surely mass gatherings are not helpful. And common sense, it, it defies common sense to think that that's an insignificant thing. And I get, you know, labeled or branded for the record. I did not vote for Trump, and I won't vote for Trump. I'm not a Biden fan either, and I'm probably going to vote for nobody um, or some third party. That's the, the typical. That's typically my move is a, a third party vote. Uh, so no, I'm not a Trump supporter, and I don't see that as like a right and left thing. It's just a common sense thing. There's problems with epidemiology when mass gatherings are taking place in very different geographical areas. I think the term that's used is it's a highly mobile population. Highly, highly mobile urban populations are the hardest where to, to try to put forth contact tracing. Here's the point. And, well, you, you just step in whenever you want to. On this oh, I'm, I'm just waiting because once I open this can of worms, it's going to be open, buddy. <laughs> here's, the, here's, the, here's the problem. The problem is this. The article that he gave to me, which is from NPR, which I don't know why liberal people take NPR as like gospel science. Like if it's an NPR article, it's like pure as a driven snow. And I don't, I, I get like not liking Fox News or MSNBC or CNN, but to me, they're all businesses trying to make a dollar and they're all trying to sell you some kind of conflict. That's, that's the thing. You're being sold conflict. That's the key. They're selling you something. They're selling, yeah. They're, sell, they're manipulating you to, they're, and to do this, the most effective way is to vilify. I'll say my piece in a minute. Some, some group. <laughs> 
I see I see it brewing inside you, dude. Oh, I'm excited. Gosh, it's bubbling over. I'm, I'm excited for this. Okay, so um, uh, what was I talking about? I Epidemiology. Saw, uh, I saw the, the 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 far left taking up NPR as gospel. Yeah. So the article the that other he, the far right taking see uh, like taking Fox. The news article that he sends to me, which I can concede every point of, mostly, is the article he sends me is a woman who is a public health. He called her an expert. I would say a public health employee, professional, sure. And she states her experience witnessing a rally in Bellingham, Washington, okay, small city, and witnessing, from her account, almost everyone she saw was wearing a mask. This was his evidence that masks were being worn and that there were no clusters that were found from the protests. And I tried to say, well, but couldn't it be? Couldn't it be possible? Isn't it plausible that someone attends a protest one evening, the next day goes back to work, wherever they might work, within, let's say, a 50-mile radius? Let's say you live in Salem, Oregon, and you travel from Salem to Portland, Oregon, to participate in the protests. And the next day you go back to Salem and you got COVID and you spread COVID to some workers at your workplace. I don't see how you could know that happened, that got detected at a workplace, but then it really got acquired at a different location, a social event of some sort, or maybe a protest or some kind of mass gathering. Seems like that could be a applicable or plausible suggestion here that maybe uh, it's not just these non-mask wearers. That's what I hate. It's like the non-mask wearers and the mask wearers. It's like this freaking story I read to my kids. Uh, It's a Dr. Seuss book about the Sneetches. You know the Sneetches? Oh, dude, I know. The star-bellied Sneetches. Uh, And there's Sneetches that have stars on their bellies, and there's Sneetches that that don't don't (laughs) have stars on their bellies. And the ones with the stars think they're hot shit. And the ones that don't feel like crap because they're shamed for not having stars. So this guy comes selling, hey, I'll put some stars on your belly. And they're like, cool. So they become like the cool people. And then everybody's got stars on their belly. Anyway, it's like that. And it's just like the no maskers and the maskers. <sighs> got to stop hating people, man. You just got to stop vilifying people you don't know as like the enemy. Because, I mean... If everybody thinks that everybody else is Hitler, the only solution is for everyone to kill each other. That's it. If if that one side is Hitler, because I say so, and they think I'm Hitler because they say so, well, what are you going to do to Hitler? You're going to kill Hitler, right? You feel justified doing anything to Hitler. There's right? a moral, uh, there's uh, these questions that, that you get asked sometimes when you're doing psych evaluations to determine, they give you moral problems yeah. that kind of, the, the answers that you derive are like they're moral questions that make you really think about your personal sense of morality. Hmm. Um, one of them is if you can go back in time and kill baby Hitler, would you? Everyone says yes. Nope. Not actually everyone. Oh, no? It's, a, it's actually a complicated moral question. You know what I mean? Like, right. Anyways, that's that aside, um, I kind of recently had a covid 19 scare that involved a dumb very dumb country bumpkin that was basically very much doing the 
I'm not going to get tested because I don't need to. Hmm. And it was going to be land right in my house. And just uh, my father is elderly. He is definitely at risk. Okay. You know, so I've been pretty diligent at work about wearing a mask, sanitizing my hands, not touching yeah. my face. And I have a real mask. Just doing it's, the best it, you can. It's not like one of them cloth things that you see these idiots running around it's wearing. Of, it's not made of, of your of your underpants. Like, or like a dude wearing a bandana. I mean, like, right. really, what's that going to do? Nothing. If you know anything about, like, the fabrics and, the and like, the space in between those fabrics and the size of a virus, it's not going to stop nothing. Correct. It's going to pass right through it, you know? Actually, it actually uh, is supposed to be worse because it creates moisture. And you know, it also scripts have something to stick to. If it's cotton-based, it's creating moisture, and you're just kind of, like, wicking viruses through your mask. So that's, one, that's thing Anyways. one. Okay. That's thing one that's just grinding my gears gotcha. real hard is... Bandanas. I I saw a guy come in with a crochet mask. I ain't not even kidding. That doesn't seem like it's gonna do. Crochet it's... condoms work though. <laughs> I have a few crocheted condoms. Is, is that a Mormon condom? <laughs> it's, a, it's a Mormon. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's, a, it's a it's from the Protestant. Uh, <laughs> the pro. <laughs> it's a Protestant type of thing. It yeah. just it just drives me nuts. I see this stuff at, at work yeah. every day, and I get to see a nice cross section of the the public at work every single day. And I actually had one guy come in, like, very, very far-right-leaning, ranting and raving about how the government was violating our constitutional rights mm-hmm. while wearing a mask. And he legally did not have to wear one because he had a conceal and care impairment, and it was against the law for him to wear a mask. And I was just like, you are dumb, dude. I mean, It reminds like- me of a, of a Parks, and Recre- Parks and Recreation episode where Ron Swanson <laughs> is asked, Yep. About the pig. And he says, I have a permit for this. Yeah. <laughs> Pulls out a piece of paper and in his own handwriting, it says, <laughs> I can do what I want. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, if people don't want to wear masks, I guess that's their prerogative. But they should to just protect the people that can yeah. be affected. By but I'm not going to be a militant, like, hard believer about this. Or no, you If I can't. see you not wearing a mask, I'm going to come up and scream at you. Which happened to my wife at the airport when she was flying this week. She walked oh. into a corner. And was not wearing one or was? No, she was, but right. she walked in a corner away from everybody yeah. to take a break from the mask. Because if you have a proper mask, it's pretty much like you're breathing under a blanket all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gets muggy. So she just went to do that, and the second she pulled it down, some lady started pointing her finger and screaming at her about Interesting. it. Interesting. And it's just like, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, um, I actually I feel like I can understand both sides of this. Because I'm somewhere in the middle. Me too. I'm I'm a moderate by all stretches of the imagination. But as far so, go, Washington State just mandated mask wearing, like California did too, and they just mandated. First of all, people don't like to be told what to do. That's a big problem. Like you, you could tell people, it's like we're children, right? It's like you tell your kids not to do something, and then they go freaking do it right away. So anytime someone tells you what to do, you're gonna want to like rebel. And there's always that on both sides of this argument. So we're told you have to. Now, as a business owner, I'm a, I run a dental office, right? And a dental office, we're super hyper vigilant about infection control. Anyways, before COVID ever happened, we're already very vigilant about this. So as it pertains to a dental office, the question is, okay, this has been mandated. Does that mean my front desk has to wear masks? Well, I think they technically the mandate under the mandate, I think that does mean that they'd have to. Um, does every single patient coming in? need to wear a mask? The answer would be, according to the mandate, yes, that would be the case. How 
Now I feel like I get to choose how much of judge, jury, and executioner I get to be. And that's where I come into, I'm not much of a judge, jury, and executioner on what people want to do. Yeah, I don't want to be a government stooge. I don't want to tell people like they have to do something. You know what I mean? Right, and I'm not going to tell people what they have to do. Um, we take people's temperature when they come in. We have a couple of screening questions that we do. We've limited space in our waiting room so people can't crowd. Um, we'll kick people out if we're waiting and text people in the car to come on in. Obviously, when they get in the chair, masks come off because it's dentistry, so can't do dentistry through a mask. It'd be cool if we could. So uh, my directive to my staff when they asked was do whatever you want. If you want to wear a mask, wear the mask. If you don't want to wear the mask, wear the mask. And my directive to the staff was also to the patients, if patients want a mask, we'll provide one for them. They can have one for free. Um, if they don't want to wear a mask, I won't say PPE. I won't say anything. <laughs> so I'm just simply now. Some people will say that's irresponsible, and I would say maybe, 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 maybe forcing people to wear a mask is also considered by some. So to me, there's no winning because there will also be some if I'm the if I'm the mask Nazi who will also be offended by that, right? So I can't be like, hey, wear your mask, because someone's gonna get upset at that. So if I just worry about upsetting people, then I, I'm, I'm going to lose either way. So the only way that I can reasonably navigate these treacherous waters is to say, I think you should do whatever you think is best. Well, if you feel like this is how I feel about it, because my work, I have to wear a mask. Like I am required to wear a mask. Right. By the mandate of the. the Lowell works the, at a yeah. music store. And so I have to wear a mask, but. In sales. <laughs> I'm very good at it. Um, if you have, and he sells socks too, <laughs> on the side. So I have a special soil bully socks. Just don't tell Brady because I don't want to have to cut him in. You're the guy. <laughs> it was you. I wouldn't, oh. put it, I wouldn't have put it past me at 2006. I, wish I remembered his eBay handle because it was it was uh, Doctor Dirtnap69. That was fitting. my literally my email address in high school. It was fitting. Anyways, <laughs> you were saying you had to wear a mask. I have to wear a mask, but I feel that. If you feel at risk or you don't want to put the people in your household at risk, wear a mask, okay? But if you don't, if you're not going to go devil may care and don't want to wear a mask, that's fine. But you can't, like, if you're wearing a mask, not wearing a mask, and I'm wearing a mask, isn't my mask supposed to protect me if I'm wearing a proper mask from you? Unless you, like, cough in my eye. I mean, obviously it protects you more than not. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, it's, just like look to yourself. And if you know what, I have two rules that sanction everything that I do in my life. I had to boil it down because I have like the sliding scale morality that kind of adjusts to the situation. And that just wasn't really working for me anymore. Yeah. So I made two solid rules that do not I do not deviate from. First one is uh, don't be an asshole. For real, like just don't be, don't be a butt, don't be that way to right. people. Be right. nice to people. Right. Treat people how you want to be treated. I try to give people the benefit of the doubt, but yeah. Also, mind your own business. Keep your eyes on your mop. You know what I mean? Like when you're working, mind your job. Do your job. Don't sit around looking around for other people to judge. Yeah. But there is a third rule that if someone violates rule number one, disregard rule number two. <laughs> Good. You know, yeah, like, that's the, yeah, that's my like th just three simple things that I live my life by to just keep like me on track. Lot. I like that a lot. Yeah. And that's basically a derivative of the way my father lives his life. You know, is this very non no nonsense. I take does not suffer fools. Yeah. Well, 
Yeah, I just don't, I just, I mean, it's so clearly divisive, and I don't, I feel like masks shouldn't be something that people get so divided over, and it's just like, but I guess, I, I get where they're coming from, it's, you not wearing a mask puts everybody in jeopardy. I blame that, the media, And dude. that brings me back to the point of, yeah, it seems like during the protest, no one felt that way. Like, nobody. Nobody, like, and don't you realize that you're changing your tune in step? Like, you're the media's useful idiots. Like, how do you not feel that way? Like, when you're, like, you're you're dancing to the tune that they're telling you to dance to. Like, I, I for me, I'm just like, it's so overwhelmingly obvious to me that that we're all just kind of like useful idiots for whatever propaganda they want to shove down our throat. So this week, we're supposed to be mad about masks. So we get mad about masks. Like, like this is my big beef. This is another thing that just tears me up. I can't read the news without immediately questioning its validity. Like, Every I can't, time. I can't do it. Same. And, like, 90% of the time, if I dig deeper after I see a site, like, or say I see a headline that catches my ear, my eye, right. you know, like, Donald Trump did this and blah, blah, blah. And I look it up, and it's like, no, no, he didn't really do that. He just, you know, they, they twist it. Yeah. That, but flip that over to, the, you know, like, oh, this guy, you know, this, this movement did this or somebody did this or, like, you know, like, example. Just And this is just an example. I saw a post, it was a George Floyd post, right? Yeah. Where it was, and it was like, you know, this very, very, very extremely like right wing thing that just slipped into my Facebook feed. Okay. And it was a list of um, all of his, like, you know, his criminal record. Yeah. And I was looking at it and I'm like, wow, that's very, very extreme. So I just decided, like, I just wanted to know just for my, because it just seemed really, really, really odd and, like, really, like, twisted. So you and went stuff. deeper? I went deeper, and it wasn't nearly that bad. You know, like, yeah. it, like there was stuff that was literally made up on that. It was yeah. just literally made up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the guy had a criminal record, but it wasn't, like, nearly what they painted it out right. to be on this meme. And it's just crazy stuff. And it's just, like, there's these people that just circle the outside edges yeah. of common sense. Dude, it's, it's, it's yeah. a treacherous time right now. And I get really worried about it, and it creeps up. It creeps up in my dental office too. I mean, it creeps. Yeah, I so, see it every day. Yeah. So, what is the mess? The message of Drilled Podcast is to is to you know do your best to help people out where you can. It's like I said last week: be excellent to one another. Be excellent. It's a great. It's a great motto. Anyways, I got sucked in this argument. Every time I do, I feel bad afterwards. It's a no-win argument, and, too. and I wasn't. We weren't mean to each other. In fact, I've, I've, I have a lot of respect for this guy. A little less now, though, to be quite honest. Because I can't, I, I just can't respect someone who has the position. I mean, it's hard for me to feel like you're anything but like a stooge if you are the position that a mass gathering of some sort, because it promotes your ideology, is somehow immune to a virus that is a, like it doesn't make any sense it's not logical i need help understanding that i don't i don't get it like there's got to be somewhere in the middle i think you're as crazy as the person who who is who is touting that he doesn't need mass and mass are a government scam anyways the truth is always somewhere in the middle i feel like the truth is always somewhere in the middle it's always gray man that's always living in the gray area Things are not as black and white as people paint them. It's and always and I think in the people gray. love each other a little bit more than the people you, you think. I think there's there's way more there, there's way more 
There's way more humanity out there than what gets reported. <sighs> I really just feel like a lot of people see the... They paint life through the lens of their own experience. You know what I mean? Like they, totally. That's literally how they see it. And I just always feel like I'm trying to, just as a human being, trying to not let that like sway my judgment. Where I yeah. try to make, every time I'm encountered with a new situation, I try to understand it and then then judge it accordingly. Yeah. Like where I've actually put some effort into trying to understand the situation, understanding the circumstance without just letting my own experience just completely sway me one way or the other. And it's like, it just seems like now a lot of people are being, A, a everyone has a voice. You have the media. I mean, they don't call media the, you know, like when you watch the TV, they don't call it a program for nothing. You know what I mean? Like, it's like you're being swayed. Yeah. And you're being manipulated. You're being manipulated. See? And you just got to, like, step back from it and look at the thing with your own eyes and yeah. make, you make your call then. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just don't fly off the handle anymore because I, I just got... I've learned that that doesn't help anything. You know what right. I mean? That does not help anything. You need to, like, think about it. Take yeah. your time. And I thought about sending him a private message and just being like, hey, man. Like, but, like, it's still, like, yeah. Anyways, Facebook arguments just never. They never end well. <laughs> it's just so hard. And I, I've been so good in my life. Every now and then I get sucked back in. And it's usually because someone I know. And then what I have to end up doing is just block them. I just have to mute them so I can't see it because if I, I'm just too tempted to like, but you're wrong. <laughs> you need to see it this way. doesn't work out. People see it how they want to see it. And I ended up saying to him, sounds like you have your mind made up about this issue. But One thing I learned in de like doing debates in high school was that like what I do, like, I, I troll some of my more extreme friends, and I have extreme friends on both sides of the line. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they're very, very extreme either way. Yeah. Um, I figured out in debate, when you argue something, it has nothing to do with the facts. It has nothing to do with what you're actually talking about. It's all about taking the legs out of, you know, just ripping apart someone else's argument. You could make no points of your own and just pick apart their argument and just blow holes in it all yeah. night long. And you don't ever have to actually say an intelligent thing. And uh, I use that to my, <laughs> my advantage quite frequently. Yeah, well, I think that might be what they thought I was doing because it might have sounded like, hey, because their position was no maskers are the reason we can't open. Well, it's the same thing. And I was like, vaxxers, well, you know what I mean, we got other things going on. And they post graphs that show the U.S. is like way worse than all the other countries because we don't wear masks. I don't trust those graphs. Dude. I don't trust any, a graph. any anything oh. pie chart. I don't care, man. I just don't. I don't get don't, it. Don't show me a line graph or a pie chart. It's just don't <laughs> don't. And and honestly, I I'm so over people. Like, don't show me an article. Use your words. Tell me what you think. Tell me you read something, but use your words. Tell me in your words what you think is going on right now. That's what I'm more interested. In. I in there, he actually made the argument to me. Well, I've posted multiple arguments with multiple sources cited about my evidence. You have provided no evidence for your position. I was like, yeah, I did provide evidence for my position. What is this, debate class? Is this high yeah. school all over I'm again? I'm sorry I didn't post an article that it, my position was the government's current position on mass gatherings. They are banned. Reconciling that with the fact that mass gatherings occurred a lot, a ton, over and over again for weeks at a time. Reconcile that. That was my evidence. I don't need to post an article that mass gatherings occurred. That's a fact. Everyone knows that. Here's the thing. I hope he's right. I hope mass gatherings 
aren't a problem because I'd like to go to concerts. And if they said, hey, concerts are back on the menu uh, or sporting events, basketball games, right? You can go to see sporting events. Everyone just has to wear a mask. I'd be like, great. Sign me up. Mask me up. I'm going to concerts and I'm going to basketball games and soccer I had tickets to Primus, man. Exactly. I hope he's right. But that seems to me that most people would say, no, opening up the world for concerts right now or the United States for concerts is irresponsible. Most people would say that it's not safe. I feel that. like I feel that way. That, that that's grossly irresponsible to have gatherings like that. But right. having right. said that, you know, um, sometimes you know, movements that, you know, it's about timing, and you know, you can't just sit there and wait. And I don't want to sit there and ignore it either, mm. because I feel like I'm almost like. Uh, it's not to say that it's not yeah. an important. It's not an important no. issue, but. The consequence that comes with that, you have to eat that consequence. You to, listen, I know it's important. It's going to cause more. It's going to cause more coronavirus, though. Oh, that's gonna, that's, that's for sure. I, I see no cause it. that. It's like not vaccinating. You know, like causes diseases that we thought were dead for fifty yeah. years to come reemerging. You know, it's just yes. It, you know, it's just it's a slippery slope, and yeah. you're going to have to you do it. You just have to accept the consequences of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Listen, we we've, we've uh, listen. If you've stuck with us for this whole episode, thank you so much. I hope you find a reason. Gold to, star. I hope you find a reason to uh, get on the same page with people. I ended up telling this instructor that I uh, respect. Sounds like you made up your mind. I hope you're right because I'd like to go to a concert. Let's all wear a mask. We can agree that wearing a mask is better than not wearing a mask. So I tried to find something to agree upon, which was I agree with wearing. See, yeah, I agree with wearing a mask. It's great. Uh, let's go to a concert. You should ask him to write a five-page literary criticism on 1984. <laughs> That's how I feel when I'm in the store right now. We're wearing masks, and there's arrows telling which way to walk. Yeah, it's scary out there, man. Animal fire. Uh, we did our secret words. We got that taken care of. Um, what was it again? Diet Dr. Pepper Cream Soda. Jeez Louise. <laughs> it's so good, Should have been 2006 Sock Store. It's all the taste. <laughs> it's all the taste. And none of the guilt. <laughs> All the taste and none of the guilt. None of the fun. No yeah. fun, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Let's end this. Uh, join <laughs> let's us next get out week. while we're getting good. Join us next week when we do something again. Uh, we appreciate all of you. Please share what we do. We got some more giveaways coming up. We're going to be announcing very soon. Uh, stick with us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all those things. Share these podcasts and episodes and our YouTube content on all your Facebooks. And we will see you next week. Take it easy. Bye-bye.